You're listening to the Who's Taking Watch podcast. Hey there, I'm Brad, the editor and DM of Who's Taking Watch, a show where my friends and I dive into our favorite literary worlds and use the rules of 5th edition D&D to tell some real high-effort improvised fan fiction. If you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, that means that you're listening to the audio-only version of our podcast. To check us out in video, you can follow Who's Taking Watch on YouTube as we release new episodes Tuesday nights at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. However you are listening to us, thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope that you stick around. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. My name is Brad, and I will be the DM for this arc. And uh, my favorite uh, dumb character I've ever played was a Genasi bard named Phil Collins. Uh, you're up first. Oh, Hot seat. I'm Zach, and I'll be playing Dirk. What's it? Oh, you, uh, I have to say something great. You do have to say your favorite <laughs> dumb character. Favorite dumb character I had was a halfling who got dunked in the fountain of youth and would pee people back to health. Awful. Oh, <laughs> oh. Mm. Um, oh boy. Hi, I'm Victor. And who? The dumbest character. Hmm. I had a little frog person that I made for a one shot, but that I didn't get to play. But he was going to be uh, Lord Kermit, and he was going to be so deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic. Uh, hi, I'm Michelle, and uh, the dumbest character I ever played was uh, <laughs> a kobold named Kelly Kincaid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were all there. We witnessed. Yeah. We can confirm that for you guys. Yeah. Hi, I'm Marty, and the dumbest character I've ever played is a, uh, I don't think it's dumb, but I think Riley <laughs> believes it's dumb, is a war priest tortle called War Dortle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was for one shot. It turned into a campaign, and now he has a serious emotional arc. So <laughs> Two sad. years later, War yeah. Dortle. So, uh, welcome back uh, to this, our second episode of our first arc. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, uh, Who's Taking Watch? This is an anthology uh, actual play show where we take our favorite stories and worlds of fiction and uh, put uh, put ourselves in there and tell a little side tale in the, in the grand scheme of the world, uh, playing a little bit of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons while we're doing it. Uh, this one is an arc that I'm running in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. Uh, so once again, this is not canonical, much like the show on Amazon Prime. Uh, think of this as another turning of the wheel, another telling of the story. Um, but there will be some events from the first book or the first season of the show uh, that you will recognize. And for those of you who have read ahead, uh, maybe a couple little Easter eggs in there. Uh, and so... Oh yes, real quick! You'll be able to watch the next episode right away after this uh, on our YouTube channel. After that, new episodes will be airing uh, on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time with a podcast version shortly following that. Um, so that's the best way to stay up to date with us. But for now, you're uh, possibly in the middle of a little three-episode binge watch. So hope it's been a good time. And without taking up too much of everybody's time, let's turn the page and enter into the next chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The dragon's might.
So, when we first met up with this peculiar group of adventurers, we found ourselves in the hills just outside of the town of Samara in Gildan, where Dirk and his squire, uh, Tal, were just venturing into town in the middle of a early winter. Uh, once they made it into town, they uh, tried to sell their wares, uh, uh, finding no success, uh, before a kindly uh, uh, produce vendor named Marine uh, gave you guys a hint to go look for the uh, Dancing Goose Inn and gave you a persimmon. At the Dancing Goose, you were introduced to uh, Paige, who worked at this establishment, and also introduced to a larger-than-life presence, Lior, an ogier visiting from out of town from a faraway steading. Uh, this was a brand new sight for the two of you and took a little bit of adjusting, um, but you were quickly able to, you know, not necessarily put aside your differences, but just deal with it a little bit. Um, you encountered two children of the light coming in searching for ruffians, four men traveling up the road who seemed to be uh, trying to go north to meet the armies of this newly proclaimed false dragon, Loghain Ablar, uh, for people that Tal seemed to be familiar with. At this time, Marine ran into the inn, bruised, a little bit bloodied, and very worried because Light, light blind me. They took her persimmons. <laughs> Damn persimmons. Didn't, uh, didn't have that planned, but, you know, things take a turn. Uh, you guys quickly went out into the countryside looking for these dastardly perpetrators, whereupon Tao went up trying to see him just coincidental, being in the middle of the winter wilderness happening upon them, but they recognized them uh, from the road that they had traveled before, and Tao quickly turned to the aggressors, taking an aggressive swing at these people as... What was your uh, trigger word for action? Cold. As you said, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> and your team came barreling in from around the corner as it looks like a combat with these four ruffians who are proclaiming that there are no rules in this new world. Dragons might. We see what we want. We take what we want. And we want persimmons, and you're not taking our persimmons. <laughs> and I'm going to need you guys to roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Started so serious, and then and it's so persimmony. I know, I know. Kind of like the real session. <laughs> wow, this is a really bad start. Do I, get, do I get to add my initiative if I roll in that one? Ooh. Mm. You do. Awesome. I got a doity 20. You don't get to be used yet. <clears throat> here on timeout. So what do we get here? Stop it. Stop it. I feel like that's almost copyright infringement. I can't play that song. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I was playing a million other things. All right, so what do we got for initiatives? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Doity 20. Doity 20. Okay. What a robot. 17. 17. my dial. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Incredible. No conflicts of interest for your boy. Beautiful. So, just to give you guys 
a scope of what's going on here on the map. We have uh, Tao over there uh, being aggressive with the one person that you're already engaged with, who is marked S for sword, for that is what they bear, a longsword having been drawn out of their sheath. Uh, next to them, we have a figure named K, this uh, sort of like frantic laughing uh, figure uh, that you heard before you guys imagined because there's a wild grin on their face as they hold a knife in a white knuckled hand. Uh, a up over there is for arrows because they, boy, do they have them. Uh, and M, the one who turned around and saw Dirk coming and said, what? Uh, M is for mace because it's the shorter squatter one with a bit of a lower voice uh, who is wielding, hefting a mace before and with that, our combat is going to kick off as your blow misses and this figure in front of you uh, just dodges out of the way and says, loyal scum, kid or not, you're going the hell down. Close, almost the swear jar. <laughs> and they take out their longsword and just give a wild upward cut at you with the sword. Was it 10 hit? No. Ha! <laughs> Off to a good start? Off to a great hey, start. Hey, you guys don't know me yet, but uh, this is, <laughs> listen, this is right on brand. So, uh, this is critical. If I do hit, it's going to be great, but I'm not banking on it. As you, just as nimbly, dodge... Matrix. Yeah, 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 the full, like, whoa, I know kung fu moment. Uh, <laughs> as you really slide and the beautiful cinematic overhead shot of you leaning down as his blow carries him wide. Now, Tal, you bounce back up and it is your turn. What do you do? I'm gonna punch him in his open, like, diaphragm, I guess. It's sure just swinging thing. open. Absolutely. Alright, so I'm going to take a hilt. I'm <laughs> <laughs> reminding myself of all the things I have. Oh no, I forgot to make it click! You gotta make it click. 17. 17 just misses. Oh! You see, very, very last second as you go up and you're aiming right there, just fully throwing himself off balance, he just grabs off the ground this small buckler and your fist connects, splintering the wood. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Is it? Um... That's your action? You have a bonus That's, action? Uh, not at the moment. Oh, uh, well, wait, but uh, an arm strike. Yes, that's correct. When the attack action I'm, is taken, so yes. now, now I can click my yes, knife. This is me telling you that uh, <laughs> no, you have a bonus. A that's, that's a miss a, as well? That's a, that's a miss. That one just is also uh, bashes. It's a wilder miss. That one's an even wilder miss. Uh, this one, he manages to really angle the buckler, and your, uh, your fist just scrapes off the top of it. Uh, and you get a nice set of splinters right on your front knuckles. Um, uh, and and this guy uh, just turns around to his friends and sort of his uh, bit of a slick demeanor that he had to him just evaporates. And he looks at his compatriots and says, No mercy! They're going down! That is the end of your turn. And we then go to... Paige! No! <laughs> Leo, what should we do? They're getting rowdy. Should we grab the persimmons? 
and I'm going to approach Lior, um, and I'm going to take the, um, oh no. I'm going to take the, I'm going to help Lior. You're going to help Lior? Yes. Okay, how are you going to help Lior? I don't know, is the help action an open ticket to help him with whatever he's doing, <laughs> or is it, does, does it require a bit more precision? I mean, that's largely going to depend on what Lior does with Lior's turn. If Lior <laughs> chooses to do a couple of really good crunches and stay in place, you I can, can support his lower back or something. <laughs> All right. How about this? How about this? If you would like to, you can hold your action for Lior's turn. And if you can think of a viable way to give Lior <laughs> assistance, I will allow you to do that. Or All if right. not, you can use your action to... Yell. <laughs> Would I be able to spot the persimmons? Can I do that? Oh, you can. Yes, yeah. that's great, actually. Go okay. ahead and roll me a perception check. Right. Gonna... Excellent. That's a... Uh... Perfect. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> that's a six. Oh, my God. You were convincing me. Uh, can't see them. <laughs> you know what? You can't see any persimmons, which is crazy, because it's kind of like a real whited-out landscape, short of, like, the little bits of evergreen that are peeking through uh, where indicated on the map. Uh, and there's a lot of grayscale and you would think you would see them but just can't spot these persimmons i can't see the persimmons leo i'm gonna try and get a little bit closer with my the rest of my movement i believe i can move uh 15 more feet and i'm gonna try and get behind that rock there if that's a rock this guy here yeah exactly yeah one two three that's perfect yeah and i'll try and get a bit of um, a vantage point perhaps sure thing Sure thing. Get a better vantage point from behind the rock behind where you can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put my back to the rock and look at Leo and say, that'll be the end of my turn. It's a concept. It's a concept for sure. Um, okay, that's the end of your turn. That is going to bring us to, you had a 16, Lior? Yes. That yeah. is going to bring us to you. I can't write, so I thought it was a 10. But 16, there we go. This is no conversation like I've ever had. Um... Let us let us go get an apology for the old lady. And I'm gonna gonna stride forward um, past Dirk, uh, thirty feet. Ah. Ten, fifteen. Ah. <laughs> it was a kickflip. Thirty. Oh, Dirk's dead. Oh, he stepped <laughs> on me. He's done. Oh, is that your new voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, I mean. <laughs> now, now, gentlemen, I think an apology is in order. And some persimmons. Please now, be reasonable. Make an intimidation check? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, oh, it's not good. Make it, with, it, make it with advantage. <laughs> Much better. 20. 20. Um, you go with full intention of settling everyone down, but you loom around from behind this rock, and all of a sudden, uh, Mace over here, who was looking at Dirk and getting ready to uh, make his way over to him, just looks up, uh, and just, you see the light leave his eyes <laughs> as something he's never seen before is looming ten feet above him. Um, uh, and what did you ask for? An apology? And some persimmons, obviously. Uh, he... And I, I think Tal got caught up and didn't quite get to the request. Right, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course, yes. Uh, it's a conversation. Exactly. Yes. Uh, uh, you see that mace uh, goes, ah, don't put me in your cook pot, uh, and drops the mace and just kind of stands there. All right. That worked better than I expected. 
can I action dash and just kind of get in the mix between Mace and, and uh, K? Mm, yep, 1,000%. You could totally do that. And as I pass him, I'm just say, there we go. And I'm just going to clap him on the shoulder as I pass him. Like there-ish? Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you fully knock Dirk over, uh, <laughs> smacking his shoulder, uh, and you move over into here. Now, all of a sudden, you see where the dotted line is, there's like a roughly 10-foot uh, elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see these ones looking a bit down at you, A and K. A is uh, still holding an arrow, but now where, as it was, now it's a bit more uh, quivery. Uh Pardon the arrow pun. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you see that uh, uh, the one wielding the knife is looking more uh, at you. This feverish look in their eye is, uh, uh, is still there. And there's a little bit of a couple steps back. But then uh, the grin is like a little bit followed with like a... <laughs> just this cackling beginning. Oh, no. <laughs> That's my turn. That is your turn. Uh, that is going to bring us to um, the one with the mace. Um, uh, the one with the mace uh, just sees you going by and goes, <coughs> steady, keep it steady. Uh, picks up the mace um, uh, and kind of just walks uh, over out of your range towards where Dirk is uh, and can't take an action, but is just standing there hefting the mace looking at you and going, uh, this doesn't need to be a big of a problem for you as it is for her. That guy, big guy. <laughs> I'll chuckle and smile. I won't even respond and I'll just kind of draw my sword. What problem? Uh, just dink, uh, a little bit of like, uh, metal, uh, padding in his, uh, in his gloves as slaps the mace into it and it makes like a real strong baseball bat sound. Um, as they will move. Uh, that's going to be the end of his turn. Um, following that, we have uh, arrows. All of a sudden, uh, snaps back to it and turns and sees the leader of uh, the group uh, engaged with you, Tal, and is just going to go and fire an arrow in your direction. Ooh. Uh, does a 24 hit? That's a little bit. Um, can I use deflect missiles? You certainly can. All right. Uh, so you have to roll for that and try and exceed the damage that I do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight. Okay, I rolled a one on my dice, so uh, that's four. Nice. <laughs> so does that, I think that means that I catch, catch it, it and I throw it, it back. I, you can spend a key point, point to throw it back if Isn't you it? want. That's my d10. Plus a d10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zero. Yeah. Plus your level. Uh, so Plus you can my use level, a key is... point to throw it back. I'll use a key point to throw it back. Absolutely. Make a, make an attack roll. And who are you throwing it at? Same guy who shot it at me. Okay. Nice. I think if I threw it at sword, then it'd be disadvantage, right? It, absolutely. 18. Nope. 15. 15 will hit. Really? 15 will hit, yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, I don't know what the damage is A on D8. That. A D8. Plus anything? Yeah, plus your, uh, plus your dex. 10. Must be nice. 
uh, as this arrow comes at you, uh, and um, you see that uh, the archer has already pivoted over towards what what it perceives as the next biggest threat, which is Yulior, and has already loosed another arrow, but as it looses the one at you, uh, just right in the ribs, in the side, as uh, <gasps> right away this choking, gasping starts coming out of them uh, as they as they uh, lean up against the rock and, and scurry behind it. But they are going to take a sh- get a shot off at you before that, Lior. Um, does a 16 hit? It does indeed. Okay. That is going to do uh, eight points of piercing damage to you as this arrow comes and sinks in um, uh, anybody else and it would have been aimed high and anybody else it would be a tough shot with the bluff of the, uh, the, the rock wall right there but it just catches you in the top of the shoulder and they are going to sneak around this way out of sight do I, do I see that at all? Um, uh, what's your passive perception? 14 yeah, you would. You would. See, I mean, you would at the very least be seeing arrows streaking by. at Tal and streaking at Lior, and hearing the <gasps> as Tal throws the arrow back. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is going to be the end of the archer's turn. Um, that's going to lead us to uh, following that. I'm so sorry, Dirk. Uh, we are going to go to the knife wielder, uh, uh, who just looks maniacally around. Um, and is going to try and just take a stab down at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just kind of a wild uh, hack with, with their knife. Uh, that is another... Uh, sorry, a 15 to hit? That'll hit. That'll hit, okay. And that's going to deal you uh, just five points of piercing damage. Uh, as, as just like the sense that you get is like uh, heat almost emanating off of this person mm-hmm. as... They s- stab down a little bit of their like shaggy hair getting in their eyes, and between the chuckling, uh, you hear it stabilize for a second and go, Dragons might be with you. <laughs> As they uh, lean back and pull another dagger out of something else and just start looking around with wild eyes. That's going to take us to you, Dirk. I guess. Well, I'm a sore there. All right. Dirk is going to look at Mace Man. Yes. He's going to say, uh, give me a moment. I have something I need to attend to. And I'm going to run 30 feet towards the archer. 30 feet towards the archer, okay. Yeah, I'll use my whole movement. I think that gets me right there. I can go behind the rock for her. Uh, yep, absolutely. Uh, you, I will have, I will ask you to make a pretty low DC athletics check just to get up there. If that's what you want to do, get up where? Get up, uh, so that section, that elevated section behind the dotted line, mm-hmm. uh, that's like ten feet roughly. It's it's not sheer. It's it's easily traversable. You could do athletics, acrobatics, if you describe yeah, it to me. I'm gonna. <coughs> I didn't know it was elevated. Dirk's, it is a little bit. Dirk, elevated. Dirk's rethinking this a little bit, but I up to you. Do, up to you. I can do it. I'm gonna take a tumble roll as I get in. I'm just gonna do like one of those like jumps where you go like shoulder first and kind of try to roll up the bed. No, it's ten feet. I'm, I'm gonna try to climb the bank right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. Hi-ya! 
It was a two. <laughs> so it's <laughs> you get to let me use acrobatics. It's an eight. <laughs> Unfortunately, the DC was ten. You do try and do the shoulder roll, but uh, but you do slide down a little bit. Crunch. Okay. How much movement have I used? <laughs> Would it have been any better if you, he said you could use athletics? No, it's slower. Oh, dang. Right. So you've used 20 feet of movement, and uh, parting shot, part of maybe what made you stumble is the opportunity attack that comes behind you. Yeah. Um, that's a natural one. That's really good. Uh, just misses you so hard that it creates a gust of wind. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's just as you're about to jump, it like whistles into your ear, and you go ah, and run into the rock wall. Yeah. Great. So uh, I'm going to call out and go, Tal, get back here. Don't get too separated. And I'm going to take out a dagger. Mm-hmm. That I have at my belt. Absolutely. Everyone got daggers. I don't really see the archer. You don't see the archer. You see knife and you see a sword. So I'll pop back. I'll move myself. So don't do, I'll move my okay. back self ten feet and just launch a dagger at Mace user over here. Just like so. Yeah. And just chuck it at Mace. Chuck it at Mace window. Chuck it at Mace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no one saw that. Uh, yeah. No evidence. <laughs> it's a 12. 12 hits. Solid mace dude sucks. Yeah, you see the dagger hits and the mace dude goes, Damn it, I should have worn armor today. <laughs> 1d4. Roll a 1. Um, now, do I get... No, this is range. It's not dueling. It's a single one-handed weapon. So it's yeah. going to be a plus two. So three damage. <laughs> Rawr. Plus two. Uh, I have to use... Oh, no, plus four. So it. five. Yeah, we're yeah. good. Five. Yeah, yeah. You do five points of damage. Listen, as as a veteran of the uh, soft hit club, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to give you everything. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> as, as the dagger does fly in at mace uh, and, and strike them in the thigh uh, and, and just... Uh, leave him limping a little bit. The cold uh, fingers. Damn it! I put my hands in my pocket to warm up as I call Tal over. But that's going to be my turn. That's going to be your turn. Okay. Uh, excellent. Uh, at this point, uh, it comes back to the top of the round where the sword uh, wielder turns around and sees uh, and sees Lior and goes like, looks back at you and goes, "Who are you fighting with? This is some creature of the dark." Dragon won't like, and just uh, wild swing at you once again. Uh, that one will hit. That is a twenty-two to hit. Cool stuff. Uh, and it's going to deal you. Sorry, that's gonna happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to deal you six points of slashing damage, um, and. Again, a little bit more uncertainly looking over at Lior, uh, turns to uh, the companions and says, No prisoners! Uh, no prisoners! Uh, as you can see, sort of the effect that you're having in a new scenario for you, Lior. This is not an environment you're used to, but you're seeing, save for uh, crazy eyes before you, everyone seems to be a little bit uh, in awe of you, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to take us to your turn, Tal. Um, 
So Tal's gonna look at the swordsman and say, he's not dark! With two, uh, which I should have clarified last time, non-lethal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure, sure. As soon as you said in the ribs, I was like, should have clarified. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, twenty-two. I, I would love for you to clarify. This is a non sequitur. How throwing an arrow back at someone is non-lethal, <laughs> but we can get into that in at another calf. time. Mm. In the calf, and if you don't take it out, then they don't bleed, and it's, they just can't walk That's very well. Funny. Okay, well, since you rolled a twenty-two, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so that's six points of damage. Okay, six points of damage. Very nice. And then for my bonus action hit. That's right. Again, non-lethal. Okay, cool. No. 13. 13's gonna miss. Yeah. Uh, As you do find a slip in the armor, you can see actually underneath sort of like the wintry cloaks that this person's wearing, they do have like uh, loose plated armor and you find uh, like almost like you move in for just sneaking in your palm and then one inch punch uh, for your first blow, but the second one you do catch a plate of armor instead and he kind of gasps a little bit surprised that this... Uh, that this teen uh, has uh, has hit has hit him. <laughs> a palpable hit. <laughs> a palpable hit. Yes. Uh, next up, we are going to go to Paige. Paige now is all alone and is very nervous. She's going to stand up slowly and try and peer over the rock. Can she see uh, Mace Boy? Uh, uh, the rock's fairly tall. Uh, you could try and climb the rock, or, or nope. just peer around it. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna peer around the rock on the uh, on the outside of it. Sure. And as I see Mace, outside being this, uh, no, the other way. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm hoping that he doesn't notice me. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn away and say, "No one's here. It's fine." And I'm going to subtle spell cast um, a spell. And while looking at him, I'm going to try and control the wind to make the shape of two white cloaks walking around the side of the rock as I cast Phantasmal Force. Okay, you channel to cast uh, Phantasmal Force, okay? Absolutely. So what uh, what save do I need to make on that? Uh, an intelligence saving throw. DC... Um, it's a DC 15. 15? Oh my god. Well, lucky for you, my guy Mace is wicked smart. <laughs> wicked smart. Wicked smart. Saves. I rolled an 18. Oh! The wind just looks like the wind at that point, and I will stay right where I am. <laughs> Not moving in muscle. Roll me a stealth check, please. Yes, of course. 17. 17, okay, very good. Uh, You don't seem to have, when that failed gust of wind does whip around, you don't seem to have uh, drawn attention to yourself uh, from this mace person, but you do see a little bit of a, like, where did that gust come from? Uh, Does not look back at you. Perfect. Amazing, that's your turn? That's the end of my turn. Awesome. Lior, you're up. If you'll allow me, what I'd like to do is grab this little schmuck's ankle. Sure. And then just bring him down off the hill. 
and you, say, yes. I remember. <laughs> not lethal bludgeoning. <laughs> like the young Ogiers that love to wrestle. Violence isn't the answer. Sometimes you need, just need to have a little bit of good sense knocked into you to remember. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's a grapple check. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that is an 11. I rolled a 16. Oh! Oh. It's so well tonight. Just, just dances, just dances back. Uh, This is atypical. So it kicks kicks away your fingers. It's because I talked poorly about myself at the start when I rolled that five. Uh, I truly believe my luck has turned, much to your detriment. Just kicks your uh, fingers aside and like the laughing goes a little bit more like Baring his teeth a little bit more feral looking right now. You're so squirmy. Um, I'm gonna climb up the the hill to, to get beside him. <laughs> climb up the hill. Yeah, just to go. Yeah, which is basically you, just like me taking step. a big step up. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't need to make uh, athletics check <laughs> for that. Yeah, so I'm gonna get in between him and arrows. Absolutely. Thanks, change. Okay, uh, as you as you get between him and Arrows, and now Arrows looks at you again, uh, bleeding from the side, and goes, "Ah, uh, no, please, please, don't eat me." Why would I do that? <laughs> what what big teeth you have? <laughs> 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 uh, is that your turn? Yeah, that's my turn. Okay, uh, that brings us to Mace. Uh, who is going to charge at you, having thrown a dagger, and just go in for uh, two swings uh, with uh, with the mace that they're holding? I imagine they're <laughs> all just dripping with persimmon juice. Just uh, first one is you can you have to imagine the persimmons because you couldn't find them. I cannot uh, see that. Uh, first one's twenty three to hit. They're not here. Second one is ten to hit. Yeah. Uh, so first one is going to do. Minimum damage, uh, four points of bludgeoning damage to you as it just uh, turns and uh, slams into where you have a little bit of your chainmail, uh, denting a couple of them and just sort of like pinching your side in a little bit, making it a more uncomfortable for you to move uh, uh, as Mace goes. You don't have to do this. You can just let us go. You beat up an old lady for persimmons. Who wouldn't? People who follow the light. More like people who don't know what persimmons are. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's the end of Mace's turn. The damage uh, becomes lethal all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, and it'll bring us to the archer, uh, who just in absolute dire straits where they are uh, next to you... Um, uh, is just going to uh, take out a short sword and not even like really taking like big aggressive swipes, but more just like poking you, trying to get you to stay away. <laughs> I was just going to try and get you twice. Uh, uh, first one is a 11 to hit. Does not hit. Shocking. Second one is a 16 to hit. That hits. And that will deal five points of piercing damage. Oh, just as they're poking you with the sword. I'm like, ah, I, I've, I've heard stories. I've heard stories. Listen, uh, I, I'm, I, I haven't showered in months. I wouldn't be good. Poke, poke. 
I do love a good story. I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> Just a little bit bleeding. <laughs> I love stories. Um, uh, that is going to end their turn uh, and transfer us over to uh, Knife, who is now a little bit more incensed as you're being told this story uh, and just uh, turns uh, and, and looks at you and goes, They don't know. I can do things. And just a little bit of a uh, eyes roll back and as uh, a barrage of snow kicks up from under their feet and just supernaturally shoots up at you. Oh, Jesus. I was not expecting this. Oh, Okay. Ah, that went crazy. I shouldn't have put so much cork in these things. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 14 to hit. Ooh, it does not hit. As this oh, ray of frost just shoots wide of you as you lean out of the way and at this you can see uh, 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 the archer misses it but at this having seen this visible effect uh, sword t- the one holding the sword turns around and goes what in the what are you, what are you doing uh, as as the one with the knife uh, is just swaying uh, holding onto the knife clutching madly with one hand eyes just Huge, not the fun laugh anymore. Just a <laughs> staring at you. What was that? Uh, and I'm just slowly starting to like, almost like push into arrow as I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if there wasn't a knife at my back, I'd be like You're sitting. Me. On them. <laughs> uh, just do the movement that I forgot to do earlier. Is that the edge of a cliff over there? Is what the edge of a cliff? This, this over here. This. this... Yeah, that's like, you know how I said, like, there was kind of like this sort of more cliff face behind you guys? So that all the all the run-in black area is more like a big rock wall that's not really of use to anyone. That's just a minor section that steps up ah, and okay. is still solid ground. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. It, it, does this fall off into a cliff or rises into a cliff? It rises. That is a uh, big rise, tall rock okay, wall okay. that's going up perfect, perfect, uh, quite a ways uh, that you have not the equipment for at this moment. Uh, that is going to be, um, you know what? No, knife is going to, uh, slide down, uh, uh, slide down the, the rock face and just totter over to where you are, Tal, just clutching the dagger as, uh, now, uh, the one wielding the sword that you're engaged with is pointed at you, but like edging away from their companion going, listen, I, d- I don't want... We won't tell anyone. And this person's just chuckling, holding this dagger. Uh, so they're going to slide over in range. Uh, Dirk, that's your turn. Okay. Okay. <coughs> well, then. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Mm, I think Lior would still be under shock. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am in shock as well. So I'm going to bolt over and leave Mace Guy again mm-hmm. and go traveling with dark friends, are we? And I'm going to shoot over uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, which will not put me in the range I want. So, unfortunately, I'll have to use my action to dash, and I'm going to get in front of Knife, beside Tau, 
I lied to you. I'm gonna get behind Knife. And I'm gonna say, Tal, get behind me now! And I'm going to use my action surge to take a swipe at Mr. Knife Dude. Amazing. First things first, uh, Mace Guy takes a swing at you for an 18 to hit. An 18 would hit, but I'm going to use my reaction as a defensive duelist and take my sword and add my AC, my what? My proficiency bonus to my AC, so I turn it to a 20 AC. Add your AC to your AC. AC, AC to Must AC. be nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 36 as AC. Almost just like absently. <laughs> Uh, you're running out in front of you and you just whip your sword around your back, <laughs> glance it off, and ha- a handle comes back into your other hand as you take off. Right? Yeah, and then I get there and just in one motion cut through Mr. Knife Guys. I tell Tal to get behind me. Hey, I didn't roll half bad. That's a 16. Yeah, absolutely hits. My man. What am I rolling? A D8. Look at this. Plus 6. 11 damage. That's a big hit. Uh, the the one holding the knife as you cleave that. Where do you strike? Uh, just like across the back. Just across the back as you're seeing just crazed energy. And again, this sort of like heat aura, this feverish aura is sort of walking, uh, is with them as they're walking. And you're seeing this laughing until all of a sudden just totally smote along the back, uh, just diagonally across the back, big sword blow, crashing in, slicing them, knocking them to a knee as the (laughs) turns into, like, it's a yelp, but it's not like a human ah! It's more of like an injured dog, like a ah! Uh, Like, really no sense of any sort of control on that as they uh, are kneeling on the ground, blood pouring from their back, and you could just see a little bit staring, sort of absently the, the teeth start to appear again. Uh, that's your turn? That's my turn. It's going to take us to um, uh, the top of the round with the sword wielder again, who is just going to uh, try and uh, disengage. Uh, uh, just go... Look, uh, it's, it's, no, it's it's not right. It's uh, I didn't... I didn't know. And just try and back away from you guys and take off. As they... Mm-hmm. Change my mind, Tal. Don't let him get away. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just don't get behind me. <laughs> it's, I took the disengage action. Uh, <laughs> as, as they start to make their way out of here, still within range, uh, absolutely, sort of backing away, and it just looks like they're turning heel to try and run now. Uh, that's going to bring us to you, Tal. Um, Tal's going to see this knife wielder, and Tal's in shock. All, all he knows is that this guy needs to go down or else he's going to keep trying to use magic on them. Mm. So um, Tal will reach out with, um, with an elbow and try to give him like a nap tap across the temple. A nap tap, I love that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. go ahead. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that was so tall. Seven seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, As you just connect uh, elbow to temple, uh, really woozy, really dazed, knocked to the ground, but uh, pushing their way back up, still laughing a little bit, just just breathing. Dragons. Wait. 
spitting out teeth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tal will say, the dragon can't help you with what you're doing. And we'll use Flurry of Blows to uh, make, is it one more hit or two more hits? Two. Uh, flurry of Blows is two, otherwise you're just using your bonus action to make one. Yeah. Yeah. So Flurry of Blows. Okay. Natural one. <laughs> Tragically, big miss. Uh, All right, and one more. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wanted the flurry of blows. No, that's also a miss. <laughs> what is ten. It? Ten misses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you go, and dazed as they are, you go to swing, and Dirk, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, Tal, you're feeling sort of like the heat emanating off of this person. Maybe that's what threw you off. Mm. Dirk, like, you're feeling like this, like, just awful sense of unease as you're seeing this. Just just this, like, queasy, like, tingle watch it, watching this happen because what you look and see is the punches going exactly for where they should land. But almost like that couldn't have been where Tal was aiming because they were actually a foot over that way. Mm. But you were looking where Tal was aiming and you could see where the person was and they were there until they weren't. Uh, the the light is like folding around them in a weird way that just like upsets your stomach. Mm. Uh, as, as both miss and they just uh, 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 just just cackling. No, no words, just wordless cackling. Uh, to confirm for my open hand technique, it says when you hit with flurry of blows. So I would have had to have hit on yes. one of those to use them. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, in that case, Tal is going to move behind Dirk and risk the attack of opportunity. Absolutely. They're going to try and just wild uh, backhand swing of their dagger uh, at your thigh as, as you walk past. Uh that's gonna be a sixteen to hit. Miss. Oh, wow. Thank the goodness gracious. Thank the light. Wow. Thank wow. The thank the light indeed. I rolled pretty good. This is not good with the knife. Uh, <laughs> as as you just dart out of the way. As again, the the hair is like fully covering their eyes. Uh. So I'll try to move my token. Sure. It's sure. a bit of an awkward. That's all right. You're good. You're good. Thank you. Uh, amazing. Uh, that's going to be your turn? Uh, yes. Okay. That brings us to Paige. Would Paige have noticed Sword take off from where she is? Uh, you would have noticed Sword take off, but I don't think you would have seen the preceding events from where you are behind that bolt. I wouldn't have seen, I wouldn't have heard the, the cackling or anything. I mean, you're hearing cackling, but you wouldn't have seen the ray of frost occur. Ah, all right. Yeah. All right. Hmm. I'm going to. I would have seen one of them leave. All right. I'm going to. I'm going to stand up straight. Yep. And I'm going to walk around the rock mm-hmm. and look at Mace. Yep. And say, Your friends are deserting you. The children of the light will surely be here very shortly. I strongly suggest you leave after pointing me to wave you've hidden the persimmons. And I would like to subtle cast suggestion. Okay. Just going for it. Just going for it. That's so cocked. It was another 18. Oh. Okay. Uh, Mace looks at you and goes, 
lot of bad things have happened here, but do you know how bad it would have to be for me to tell you where the persimmons are? Where the persimmons are? Right on top of that hill behind where the archer is? In the rock, where the persimmons are. Where the archer is and your tall friend that's a trollic. And he's saying all this while he's walking away backwards. He's like, it would be crazy for me to do that. And just turns around and starts running. Page <laughs> will nod at him and say, behind the rock, beside the archer. And then slowly start to slink forward mm. towards the, um, trying to be as discreet as possible, sticking to the rock. Yeah, exactly. She she doesn't know where the archer is. Maybe one he, more. He kind of just pointed. That's perfect. That's if perfect. you're trying yeah. to get cover, it's probably yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Okay, great. That is your turn. I think it's on uh, Mace's turn. They'll probably. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Uh, that brings us to Lior. Lior looks at the retreating figure of of knife. Uh, sword. No, so if oh, knife... Oh, where, where knife is down yeah. there. Yeah. And will look back at Archer. And with sadness in his eyes, he'll just say, no longer the playful, kind of warm figure to say, Sure. I'm sorry. The world cannot handle any more madness. Even though you are children, we must treat you as adults. And I'll just take his head and go into the rock. (laughs) Non-lethally. I'm just trying to knock him out. I'm not trying to kill the tiny human. I'm just trying to put him to sleep. I would like to explode his head against the cliffside. This is no longer a light tussle. This is... is, There's potential for this to turn into a bit of a Lenny tending the wabbit situation. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and roll an unarmed strike, I think. Don't do a nat 20. Uh, It's not a nat 20. It's... uh, I guess I'm not proficient, but that'd still be a 16 to hit. Yeah, that's that's super hits. Uh, Roll... I know it's... You're using a rock as an accessory, and you're a lot bigger. So roll 1d4 plus your strength modifier. Oh, that's generous. I will take it. Well, it's a one. <laughs> I will, I'll do six points of damage. Six is what you needed. Uh, Fantastic. Not super girthy uh, as you uh, <laughs> go. Uh, we must treat you like adults. Uh, and as he goes, like, trying to process what that would mean. Uh, also, you were blocking the archer's view, so they didn't see the ray of frost happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Treat us like adults. Oh God, you're gonna fatten me up, so I'm good for late. <laughs> <laughs> Knock him out against the rock wall. Uh, slumps down. Uh, yeah, lower, clattering out. Lower him down a little bit. There, there. All right. And I'll turn back. And uh... oh boy, um, I think. Lior would go down towards Paige mm-hmm. um, and say, Are you all right there? Did he, Did they hurt you? I have almost found them. I think they're up on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? We're, we're here for the persimmons, aren't we? Right, right. I'll, uh... I will grab them and then we'll make a run for it. I'll, I'll kind of shake my head and just kind of remember what, why we're even here, having been shooken for uh, for a second there. Um, but that'll, that'll be where I end my turn. Okay, excellent. Reminded uh, of the true meaning of what you're all here to do together. Rescue <laughs> fruit. Um, uh, that's going to bring us to Mace's turn. It's a livelihood. Dash. 
just book it as fast as they can. Uh, which brings us to the archer who is uh, toasted. Uh, which brings us to uh, the cackling, knife-wielding figure who, having just seen you uh, take a take a big swipe around, just pivots and looks up at you and just looks into your eyes. And just starts madly cackling uh, as this uh, sense of, like, uh, unease, like, just grows within you, just at what is happening. And I do need you to make a charisma saving throw. (laughs) Be careful which one you choose, man. It was almost good. It was almost good. (laughs) What am I making? Wisdom. Let me me double check. Let me double check. Oh, no. Ah, that's not that right. Was, that was almost good. That was, it was so close to being good. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Wisdom, sorry. Wisdom. Oh, 11. 11 is not going to do it, unfortunately. As just this laughing happens, this seems to find something funny about you, uh, and just stands up laughing uh, from their prone position as you uh, fall over. You just see Dirk... Standing menacingly until Dirk starts to... <laughs> uh, as as you're just... You just lose control of yourself for a second as you fall to the ground. You fall to the ground incapacitated as uh, the uh, knife wielder just tries to turn around and take steps away from here. Uh, that's gonna be your turn. You're just down and laughing uh, uncontrollably. The, uh, now, now that like other threats are kind of taken care of, you guys are focused a little bit on Dirk, and you just see Dirk lying on the ground laughing uncontrollably. But like looking around, the sound of laughter, but your face. Yeah, there are like some like like redness in my face. There's like a tear coming down just from strain. I go. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so I'd like to make you. Uh, I'd like you to make uh, another wisdom saving throw. Get another one. Awesome. Awesome. Hiya! Hey, fifteen. Leora's like, "There's enough madness," and turns around, and everyone's just cackling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's contagious. <laughs> uh, with a fifteen, you uh, fall to the ground, laugh for between five to six seconds uh, and and then do manage to break out of it as you guys see you're maybe a little bit horrified at this sudden change and then just a quick snap back to it yeah I'm like staring ahead like through the snow but I'm good catching my breath that's gonna be the end of your turn that brings us back to sword who sees uh, the the, de- the knife wheeler following them and just goes, no, 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 stay away. You're not, you're not welcome. You're not part of this. Uh, and just turns and books it 60, 60 feet out of there. Um, uh, that takes us to Tal. 
I will use my interaction to look at Dirk and say, do I go for it? No. Oh. He's wielding magic. Exactly. I'll take out um, darts. Okay. And I'll throw darts after him. Sure. Absolutely. Not lethally? That hits. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was crazy that you didn't specify. It's just a 20 to <laughs> <and> 24. <laughs> yes. Uh, six. Six. You see, the second dart is redundant. You just want to make sure the job is done, but the first dart sinks as the cackling is... <laughs> A dart sticks right into the throat. <laughs> just one last smile, blood coming out of the throat uh, as they fall to a knee. And just like really, really uncomfortably, almost like something was like the look of like uh, where someone is almost more being piloted than they are themselves, the driver, uh, just fall to a knee and then oh, really quick, face down in the snow. Quiet. Would we all have seen this? You all saw this. Tal will uh, look around. Does he see anything that that is dangerous to us? In this moment, no, not unless uh, the sword wielder comes back. Uh, the mace wielder is running away, uh, and uh, you don't I don't think you really see the archer, uh, <laughs> but doesn't there don't seem to be arrows flying anywhere. Just a pair of boots just sticking. <laughs> yeah, you, they're wearing the really pointy curly toed <laughs> boots, so you just see. Whoop. Uh, peeking out over the crest, but you don't see any of that. Cool. If Tal doesn't see anybody, he'll kind of, like, turn his face to Dirk, like, this part of Dirk, and just, like, hide his face. His shoulders are shaking a little bit. Sure. Tal? Well, uh, are we out of initiative? We are out of combat right now, yes. I'll get up. I'll, like... Your back is turned towards me, I think? No, said, my no? face is kind face. of buried into your... Yeah. Backside. Well, put a hard Not backside. <laughs> <laughs> buried in there. Wow. Side, right side back. The right in the square jar. <laughs> <laughs> in the square jar? <laughs> the implication. The you know, the I never realized how important the difference between side back and, and back side is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Uh. Um, I'll just kind of put my hand back and go, come, we need to make sure it's done. And I'm going to start walking towards the body. Okay. Uh, you make your way towards the body, uh, a little bit hesitant, you're following behind. Uh, and when you get there still just face down like really uncomfortably placed like very straight um, face down and you see underneath where the head is there's a blooming spot where the snow is turned to red I'll nod I'll turn to Tal a little bit and I'll kind of bend down put like my hands on either side of your shoulders and I go, 
know you think you had to do that. And you're not wrong. Sometimes we have to kill. But we don't kill just because people channel. They are to be questioned first. There are no more survivors here, and the White Cloaks will ask questions. It's better if we dig some graves and we don't bring this up again. Do we have to return the persimmons for justice to have been served? Like, the smallest smile on your will take the persimmons. Just if the children of the light are still there. If you're scared, we don't have to go back. I'm not scared. Good. Then we will return the persimmons because that is the right thing to do. Okay. And um, I'll just start getting knife spotty drag him over and uh, while anybody else is doing stuff I'm going through my bag trying to find any tools or anything that I can start digging a hole in or start digging out so we can build shallow graves yeah yeah you probably have like a spade on you or something like that but you can uh, you you go ahead and you clear snow in areas for uh, a couple of graves Um, what do you what do you do a small hand on Leo's thigh says Leo what happened? Why is that man dead? I think we found more than we bargained for. That one could could wield the one power. Dangerous as that may be, I don't think this was our place. Most certainly not. Um, but I think we bit off more than we could chew. I think we should talk about it, but not here. There's one of them up there. I hope that he's still alive. Would you mind? Would you mind, uh, well, doing your thing and checking on him? I'll come with. She looks at you with worried eyes and will run up and try and check the body for signs of life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, r- immediately there's a little bit of a, like, very out of it, but moving, you know, not like comatose, moving, unconscious, but chest is rising and falling, uh, eyes are squinting and flickering, uh, clearly alive. Definitely a concussion. <laughs> Hard yes. Paige is going to look up with her hands on the, the man's chest after checking him and say, we need to leave, but they've seen your face. What are we going to do? Well, um, 
that one won't be speaking. Perhaps we bring this one back to the White Cloaks. I don't know. Some sort of uh, peace offering. Do I hear you guys saying this? Probably not. I would try. I don't think so. If they're by the archer and you're by where uh, Dirk is, probably not. I'd be trying to be a little bit discreet, um, unsure of, very wary of both of you. Um, You do find, as you're checking for vital signs, um, one of the things that makes the body twitch first is um, a little small dried up orange fruit lands on the archer's (laughs) forehead and you look up and sort of on a shelf in there, there is a bundle of about 80 to 100 sort of half-dried-up persimmons. Mm. That's a lot of persimmons. I mean, Marine said, they're all I had for the winter. They must weigh like a ton. Persimmons. They're very two hands for each. Must have taken them days. There they are. I'm not sure what we should do anymore. But we need to leave. Not tomorrow. We need to leave now. Well then. And I'll reach down and um, pick up the archer around the, right underneath the uh, the armpits and then hoist them up onto my shoulder. Can you manage those? <laughs> 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 There's like eighty to a hundred of them. <laughs> Here, give me, give me, uh, give me a bag full. <laughs> I'll try and pack my pouch with the persimmons. You can pack a few in there. Uh, <laughs> and you will become overladen with persimmons, but you do figure that between you guys, you'll be able to. I mean, there were four people who brought them this way. No. So between four of you, uh, even with Lior, people died for these carrying, uh, <laughs> carrying this uh, this body over over your shoulder. Uh, you guys would be able to transport these persimmons. The word persimmon has lost all meaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way yeah. Just... yeah, it's the thing where you say a word long enough, and then you're like, <laughs> I don't eraser, 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 <laughs> and it just gets yeah. foreign to you. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to talk to that person. Uh, Simmons, Mr. Simmons, the one with the purse. What am I saying oh. anymore? Um, Knife is buried. Uh, in, in the process, yeah. While while you guys are figuring out uh, the the persimmon perspective, uh, you're digging shallow grave. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult on account of it being winter. The ground is tough, but you find spots that are uh, more maybe uh, loose rock that have cracks that are easier for you to get into. Just because the image popped in my head, like at some point I'm digging the hole and I put the body in and like there's like a foot out and I just kind of shove it in and I'm packing the snow over and you realize it's more mounded than I'd like and eventually just start hitting the mound to flatten it out like I'm sure of what's happening but you gotta create a grave somehow. Yeah? Paige will walk over and say, excuse me, what was that? What? Taking out the trash. Why did you kill him? Uh, That's a good question. And I'll look at Tal and I'll go, because he was dangerous and he would have hurt us. So I did what needed to be done. 
What are you going to do with the white cloaks? They'll come after us. We have um, witnesses. We have one that ran that way. The other one back to town. Who, who are they going to tell? They're joining the dragon. Maybe not anymore. They might tell anyone. Anyone who will listen to them. What are they going to tell? That some people attacked them? Do you not realize what we've just done? We need to leave. I actually agree with you. I have my stuff with me. Hmm. Our stuff is mostly in the room, actually. Back at the inn. <laughs> we put it down before haphazardly running out of town. So we will have to return to town because we spent three weeks gathering those supplies. And I have lockpicks that are very important. <laughs> lockpicks, yes. And I, and I have persimmons. We need to return. Between the two of those, we'll have to be quick. So we'll do it by the cover of night. We can leave the persimmons without alerting any attention. We sneak into the inn. Nothing's amiss. We sneak out same night. I don't think we have that type of time. The man who ran back, he could be in the inn right now. He could be spreading the word of what happened here. You know the town best. What do you suggest we do? Roll me an insight check. It's a 16. You spent enough time in the town to know that this is not a town where supporters of the false dragon are welcome. Uh, If any pass through, they were told there's no room at the inn. Uh, Samara is not a place that someone would necessarily feel comfortable. And now, I, I have them running back that way, but remember, it wasn't a straight line that you guys took to get here. This isn't like the path from the town. You guys diverge from the path and trudge north through the snow. So them running that way doesn't necessarily mean that they're running straight to town. Yeah. Our other option is to find the swordsman that ran off and get him to tell his account and back us up and that there was a channel here. Well, I have I have this one here and I'll just kind of pat the, the butt of the archer. He, he saw everything. The backside. I don't or, know or if he saw everything. No, I'll, I'll, I make a better door than a window. If you get I my drift. see. Well, then... We can risk it with the archer or find the swordsman. I think trying to find that swordsman tonight in the dark. Chances are slim. You guys also know it's been well over ten minutes at this point. Uh, in the time that it took you to dig a grave in the snow, like, ten minutes is generous. Yeah. And the swordsman took off running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But finding the swordsman is a tall task. Yeah. All right. I think we need to head back to town. I think this is what we should do. Dior, I don't think you should be the one to present the altar. I think the children are looking for a reason. Something bad in you. I think that would be foolish. I think we should return the persimmons and leave this man. And we need to leave town. In the night. 
I don't think that they would listen to the account and, you know, listen to what we are saying and listen to what the archer is saying. No, the children are not reasonable. The children, we are all guilty in their eyes. Not everyone, just those that are involved in some sort of channeling, which it seems we have got caught up in. That is if we can prove it. Right. So maybe we leave the archer here. Well, I mean, he doesn't have any fur. He's going to freeze to death. That's his fault, not mine. Well, I think it's the least we can do to bring him back to town. The least we can do what you're suggesting will get us caught. There's no least we can do for these people. They... Well, talking to them would have been a start. You don't think I've tried to talk to them before? It didn't sound like much talking to me. Nor do I. It's not the first time I've run into these guys. Well, then why didn't you let me go first? Because you would have tried to talk to them. They don't listen to your kind of words. They only listen to mine. One of them was mad. Talking would have done no good. Well, you know what they say. They're the kind of people who pick on you because you're small and alone. Like the lady with the persimmons. Now they won't pick on people who are small and alone. And he, she'll point to the grave, won't be able to do anything to anybody. I agree that he was dangerous. But did he deserve to die? We came looking for them, and it is on us that they are dead now. He is dead. You know what they say. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. Sight blinder would be as well. Listen, this whole gig is easier when I can travel on my own. I already have a squire. I don't need a gang of hooligans running with me, but it seems we're all caught up in this. So let's quickly get this done. Hooligans? Hooligans. I, did I see, I didn't actually see slime set against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, hooligans. People who would endanger their own lives to help someone who clearly wanted to do them harm. And you, uh, where were you this entire time? I was ready to speak with them until I saw the fists were flying. The words were coming out of her... Fair. Anyway, it seems our only course of action is to head back to the town. So let's get going. I'm not leaving this one out here to freeze to death. Carry him if you want. Leave him... Leave him a mile outside of town. He'll probably be more awake at that point. That seems reasonable to me. Starting to sort of like mutter a little bit on draped over your shoulder. Just a, uh, it's cold. Put me back in the cook pot. (laughs) Uh, But still sort of out of it. Paige will start to drift away from the conversation. And start to look nervous. Just wringing her hands, looking at Lior. Looking anxious. Okay. So what are you guys doing? Dirk is already walking back to town. 
Pedro will look at Lior and say, All right, we bring back the persimmons. I think we should leave the body somewhere near town. We leave tonight. That sounds fair to me. We'll be all right, Pedro. We'll be all right. I think during this whole talk that you guys are having with each other, uh, calling them hooligans, you are kind of unspokenly agreeing on the baseline of one thing is that you're bringing the persimmons back. So as we go and look, we don't need to go back into town. We don't need to do this. That You did take the time to all divide up the persimmons so that you can carry them all. Uh, all 80, what would you say is a comparable size, Zach, for persimmon? Like, well, we said two-handed. So I've been literally thinking they're like cantaloupes. Sure, small ball bowling. Yeah, yeah, small bowling balls. Yeah, sure. Eighty uh, of them. Eighty of them. Like, I don't know how we're carrying these things. It's the same weight too, which is yeah. wild. Uh, you guys start to make your way back as sort of like, I think the thrill for you guys maybe a little bit less of a thrill. You've been out and walking around in this. Uh, cold, cold uh, fall that has turned into an early winter. Uh, and you, you've you been outside and you've been doing that, but for the two of you, you've been posted up where you are for uh, several weeks for you, maybe even a couple months for you, Paige. And maybe the initial like sort of thrill of going out and doing something has really tapered off and you're noticing that it's just a cold, cold, windy day and it's cut into the bones as you guys are trudging back in silence. Um, about halfway down, you, you guys take quite a bit more time getting there um, uh, because you were rushing last time. This time you know your way. Um, uh, and along the way, about halfway there, the archer does come to and just and just quickly get a sense of their set, set uh, surroundings, their setting, and just starts flailing and sort of slapping at your back and just yelling, uh, ah, ah, help, 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 uh, making frantic eye contact with you. Don't let him eat me. Are you going to eat me too? Oh, God. And I'll just pat his back and just... <laughs> yeah, in in spite, uh, in spite of uh, there, there, there. You're going to wake the whole village up at this rate. Keep quiet. Your voice is oddly um, soothing. Soothing. Tal <laughs> yeah. kind of like I imagine he's still kind of like butt in the air, head over back of Lior. Tal will kind of like go up behind him and be like. You know, if you were just to go straight north to the dragon and not stop between here and there, then, you know, maybe you wouldn't be cooked. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> where, uh, where, where are the, um, where, where are the, uh, other, you can see, like, very, the demeanor has changed from, like, a, <laughs> we beat up those old ladies, uh, uh excuse me, sir, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sir, uh, where are my, uh, compatriots? Paige will call out. Most of them have abandoned. They are gone. Okay. That's harsh. You kind of just left me there? Indeed. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, 
My cousin. Um, he wouldn't have left longer hair. He left too? He's describing the knife wielder? Yeah. He could not be reasoned with. I apologize. What does that mean? How long has your cousin been able to channel? Uh, roll me an insight check. May I? Oh, tartar sauce. Ten. Tartar sauce. Not much better. Oh. Fifteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Uh, you guys both see uh, a real resigned, like, feigned surprise. First there was like a like a deflation and then like a feigned hmm. surprise um of, no no uh can we skip the shock please <sighs> he used to be the funniest funniest one in our village he uh He always got into the business of mother and uh, ruined her harvest and set her chickens loose. Uh, but everyone couldn't be mad at him. But um, about a year ago, uh, started seeming a little bit Distracted, and uh, eventually got so distracted that um, I saw I saw what um, Stellan was doing, and I thought if I got north fast enough, um, maybe he could at least be with. Someone who understands, someone who held it off. But, um, and looks at you guys now, uh, uh with, with tears in his eyes, uh, guess, um, guess he couldn't hold it anymore, huh? It is not his fault. Even the great Luz Theron could not hold off the madness. It's not his fault. Um, uh, what will you do? Go back. Um, feels for nothing. There's there's nothing for me there. Um, go back and hope that enough people. Enough people made up some other story of what happened to Selen, and uh, hope that there's still a place for me at home. That's all I can do. You said you were traveling north. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, north. Um, to I join the army. Yeah, to join... Uh, to join Loghain. 
see if there was some place for Stellan there. You would have thrown your life away so that your brother could join a false dragon. If I didn't do what I could for Selen, everything that we did growing up together wouldn't be much of a meaning to a life I threw away, would it? I, I had to try. And those other people you were traveling with? What do they mean to you? Oh God, so bad, so bad. I mean, I, I do. I I super recognized you right away. I'm so sorry. Absolute bullies, both of them. I threw fists. You threw arrows. Right. So maybe I got a little bit carried away, and you see, like a little bit defensive now, uh, appearing on their feet. Maybe I bought into the hype a little bit. I mean, you literally... Also, you literally threw an arrow, so if we're gonna talk about Smith... No, not looks around at you guys, seeing it still on the back of uh, Lior going, No, no, that's a low blow, that is... Where did I get the arrow? You... Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So here's what happened. Lior, put him down. You're not going to kill him, are you? No, I'm not going to kill him. Unless he gives me a reason to. And I'll I'll set him down. Yeah, and legs wobbly just from being out in the cold and not using them for a couple of uh, a couple of hours. Um, Just go into my pack. Yeah. Pull out like two rations, small dagger. He has his bow and arrow, and I'll kind of put it on the ground there, and I'll say. Go home. You were traveling with your brother. You knew how dangerous he was. And right as he was about to do some real harm, you stepped in and you stepped up and you stopped him. He didn't go out in madness. Dirk. You saved him. You take this. You talk about nothing you've seen here, and you live our own life. Yeah, I guess I saved him. I tried. You did. But if I see you around, Hmm. anywhere north, I'm turning you into the White Cloaks. Understood. Understood. Is that good with you? Hmm. I agree with the decision, yes. I'd like to live a life where as few new people can see me as possible. I've seen what's out there in the world and I don't think I like it all that much. Yeah. Get out of here before I change my mind. Okay, I'm going to run now. Uh, And just picks up the couple of rations and the dagger and just very wobbly uh, starts heading off uh, back east, like back in the direction of Samara, but cutting north, like they're going to try and skirt out of sight. 
How far are we outside of the village? Outside of the town, sorry. You guys are maybe about uh, 20 minutes out. Uh, It is a little bit sheltered from where you are, so there is a path for this person to go. Um, But once you sort of like round the bend and get closer to the river, then you'll be on the west road that leads back in. When we're about 10 minutes out, we can see the buildings in the distance. Mm -hmm. I'd like to hang back and call out to Tal. Sure. Tal, um... A word with you, please. Tal will come with his hands, like, deep in his pockets. I understand what you tried to do was the right thing. But out here, things like that may get you in more trouble than you think. I'm trying to give you advice here. We do what we can, but we don't get our hands dirty, not like this. All right? I'm sorry. Does, and I nod towards your traveling partner. Does he know? Know what? Does he know about... about you? He knows all about me. He knows that I come from a farm in the south, and that my dad's name's Hal, and I have 12 brothers and sisters, and all of my brothers have gone to go fight for the army. Tal, does he know you were a woman? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry I may have let something slip back there. Tal will look at Paige in the eyes and say, The army doesn't take women. So I don't know what you're talking about. I understand. Page will walk in silence until yeah. further. Uh, you guys take the better part of the afternoon traveling back. Um, it's now maybe about 3 o'clock or so, uh, 3, 3.30, but uh, this is now approaching the dawn of winter where the shortest days of the year fall. And uh, while it's still light outside now, you see there's precious little light left to be found. Um, you walk into town, uh, there's not too many people about, uh, and you make your way back to the Dancing Goose and open the door, uh, as an expectant, uh, you know, small crowd of people, uh, who are there still sort of tending to, uh, Marine, who is now sitting, uh, on a normal table, not sort of reclined in the big chair that you were sitting in, Lior. Um, yeah, what's up? What I've been able to, as soon as we get to town, yeah. Paige is gonna snap out of it and say, what, wait, Lior, you're hurt. Mm. People are gonna ask questions. Um, let me see that. Can you kneel down, can you get, can you get lower than, it's fine, I can deal with that. It's okay. 
and I will try. Yeah, yeah. Lior will, Lior will like take a knee and try and, and crouch a bit to let you inspect where he was stabbed multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> I'll try I my best. Definitely think you should be healed, but I don't think anyone's going to be surprised if we walked in there a little bloody. I don't think we want to draw any attention at all. I don't think we should be sparing any details whatsoever. You don't think we should be sparing any details? Yeah. I think we should spare all details. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little worried there. Thought you wanted me to go to prison and die. (laughs) I said the word spare, and then the word Simmons came into my head, and then I was getting all confused. I'm sorry. Mm. We should be very as discreet as possible. I'm going to use what supplies I have on me and try to clean up um, you as best I can. Absolutely. Dirk, do you need any help? No, I'm feeling quite good. That mace dude was really crappy with a mace, I gotta say. I fought harder. That's, that's strangely good news. Yeah. Tal, how are you doing? I'm fine. Don't know why you're asking. Because you have a large scratch on the side <laughs> of your face that's slowly bleeding out of that. I don't know how you're doing that. I got stabbed in the ribs. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, damn it. Let me have a look at that. Um, I don't have a healing potion or anything, but I'll try to... No, no staplers don't. Potions don't exist. Just part gonna just staple the wound clone on it. Feel medic style. As Dirk on. starts getting closer, it's hard to be like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Sorry, sorry. Pedro will reach out and say, would you like me to have a look at that instead? I'm not the army. Are you going to put soup in the wounds? (laughs) (laughs) Whips a person. (laughs) Um, Maybe later. All right. Yeah, Tal, you have had the opportunity to sort of like roughly like bind up with a bandage or, or something of cloth. If you're trying to clean up Lior a little bit, uh, I'll ask you to make a medicine check for me, please. Oh, excellent. That's a four. That stings. That stings. Yeah. It all stings. As he says, <laughs> what are you going to do? Put soup in it. Uh <laughs> Uh, he's going, ow, that stinks, that stinks, that stinks, and you see you've reached into the wrong pouch uh, in your herbalism kit, and you're just rubbing garlic <laughs> <laughs> into Lior's torso wound. A, a natural I, antibiotic. Yeah. You were allergic to bouillon. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a homemade recipe. You'll be fine. Recipe? <laughs> Remedy. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Uh, you guys, unless there's anything further, do make it to the Dancing Goose where Sorry. Marine... No, 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 that's great. Uh, where Marine is uh, posted up at a table and mostly, I am fine. I've, I've had worse happen to me before and people are really checking in on her. Uh, some townsfolk have sort of just like now made their afternoon hanging out here to see what happens but are unfocused. But you do see Dal, uh, the innkeep, is still at the table just having a, he can see that what Marine wants right now is not someone to worry over her, but just to have company. So he's just having a good conversation with her. Uh, and then uh, the door opens, and uh, Marine looks at your bulging pockets, all of you, and looks up expectantly and goes, Did. Did you. 
by any chance while you were out? Did you happen to um, find my my, persi- my persimmons? Maureen, unfortunately we did not. We were unable to locate the people who stole your persimmons. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever these pumpkin-looking vegetables are. It's a monkey! Oh, right. It's a, it's a monkey! <laughs> <laughs> <A persimmon. laughs> However... <laughs> Curious. We you did find 80 to 100 brand new. What are they? Persimmons. Persimmons. <laughs> this is transcending the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Tal will start pulling them out of his pockets. Oh, what a, what a relief. Oh, my. What would I have done? I would have. Oh, that would have been a rough winter for old Maureen. Thank you. I can't. What can I do to thank you? Oh. Here. And she leans over to you and goes, Take this! And hands you this, like, sort of off whitish, vaguely green, sort of gourd shaped thing, but you've never seen it before in your life. Yeah. Of course. Of course you know what this is. Yeah. Right? This. Yes. (laughs) Can you describe it one more time? So it's like. Vaguely off-white, or uh-huh. maybe a little bit of a green tint. Okay. Kind of like gourd-ish shaped, but oh. not a real weighty bell. Mm. Just like that's maybe the shape it yes. has. Pear style. Um, this is a uh, squash. <laughs> Wrong. It's jicama. <laughs> Kumquat. Gesundheit. <laughs> 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 so close. <Yeah. laughs> You'll get there eventually. Yeah. Is this an actual Hickama with Hickama? a J. Okay, Hickama. A new Google tool. Hickama. Yeah, so you can see Dirk is really not having this conversation. <laughs> it goes like, thanks, and like just puts it on the table and heads upstairs to grab his stuff. Sure, sure, sure. And at, at that, actually, uh, Dal has stood up and gone, Hey, Paige, uh, you've made it back. Uh, can I talk to you in the kitchen for just a moment? Yes, of course. Of course, come with me. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> omelet didn't turn out great. Oh dear. Uh, gets into the kitchen. He goes. You have to go. Why? These, these, these white cloaks that came back in. They, they, they checked in. They didn't like the interaction because you were, let's be honest, being a little bit crazy with them, a little bit glib. I was being a bit cheeky. Now I don't. I know you're not local to Gildan, maybe there aren't white cloaks there often enough, but you don't have to respect them personally, but you have to respect them as an interaction, because they will find any cause to make something, especially someone who they have a suspicion might be a little something more. Just looks at you. Did they say when they'll be back? They didn't give a time, but uh, they were very curious about if these four... Oddly confident individuals would bring back these ruffians. They said they were going to uh, re- report back to the what was it, Lord Captain Canvaley. Uh, maybe bring back more people to see who uh, bring in for questioning. They said. She puts both hands on Dal's shoulders and say, "Dal, you've been a dear." Thank you for welcoming me into what has been one of the loveliest inns I've ever stayed at. I'll be leaving tonight. If you can leave sooner than tonight. Listen, Paige. 
I might be an idiot, but I'm not stupid. Your words, not mine. Your medicines work great. Oh, thank you. Except that I'm almost positive one time you rubbed cayenne pepper directly into my eye. It's a homemade no. remedy. Paige, I don't need to know what it is exactly that you're doing. But you've been a great help when I needed one. And whatever is your business is your business. And right now, for the sake of both my business and your own, I think it's best you leave as fast as you can. I'm not gonna run great interference because, well, you've seen me talk under pressure. But I'll run whatever I can. Dal, the pleasure has been all mine. Goodbye. Goodbye. And I'm going to back out of the kitchen, out of the saloon doors. Yeah. And run upstairs to get my things. Yeah, and as you're backing out, uh, Dal is like kind of now looking at like this ruined... Uh, this ruined omelet that he now is realizing he is solely responsible for because <laughs> the chef has not been coming in since you came in seemingly there was no need and he goes blood and ashes <laughs> as you run upstairs to your room uh, Lior and Tal I probably would have followed Dirk up the stairs to get our stuff. Absolutely. Especially since I've been carrying all the cookware. <laughs> yep, 100%. 100%. Uh, you guys run up to your rooms and quickly suit up and grab your things as fast as you can. Uh, sort of dodging questions from, from the townsfolk. The, uh, the other sort of like friend who just hangs around the establishment, Barley, is going, uh, in a bit of a rush, are we? What's, uh, what's your business going on? You have success? Whoa, running real fast. <laughs> Just fully ignoring, like, hey, no one wants to talk to old Barley. <laughs> I kind of call back down the stairs as I go up. We're, we're really lucky the persimmons didn't freeze. <laughs> Very lucky we are, although persimmons, as dry as I'm they gone. are. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gave them something to ponder uh, and gone. Uh, Lior, I'm assuming you're heading up to your room as well. Uh, indeed, but I, I will first go and take the big chair and put it exactly where it was to cover the, the feet mark. Yeah. Maybe next time. And yeah. then I'll... You see, it's the kind of, like, a bar door where the top opens and the front stays down, and you just see Dal leaning and sort of, like, regretfully, but with great understanding, leaning over and going, Ah. I mean, I have to make... I have to come through here to make my way back to Shangloon. Who knows? Maybe there's more broken down stonework by that time. All right, don't get... I'm not going to try. It's just uh, <laughs> seems to have a knack of happening. I've got my eye on you. Barley throws a dart and it misses the board by four feet. <laughs> 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 I'll just... Oh yeah, I'll take up up the stairs. Yeah. You guys grab your things, collect your belongings. Uh, is there anything that any of you wish to do before you guys make your way out mm. of Samara. I will stop at Marine on the way out. Okay. And go Before yeah. before you do that. Yeah. As we're as we've got all of our packs and we're about to go down the stairs. 
Tal's gonna look at Dirk and say, there's things we don't talk about. I don't talk about your clothing. You don't talk about why I take so long in the bathroom. Paige knows, me, not you. But I don't know how But I, but you need to know. Is this going to be a problem? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Would you like me to do anything about it? Not yet. Code word will be cheeks. Cheeks. You didn't want to go for backside? <laughs> Side back? Play off of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just kind of give you a nod. As we're getting ready to go, Lior will stop by Paige's room and just say, uh, do you need a hand with anything? You'll see that Paige's things are all packed in um, different little pouches that are all kind of like toppled on her back. And she is at a tiny desk with a um, a paper and a quill, and look up and say, "No, um, not at the moment. But thank you. I'll be down. I'll be down shortly." Of course, I uh, I know this is not how we imagined ourselves leaving, but we did want to go to the capital. Now is definitely the time. All right, I'll see you down there. Yes. And I'll, uh, I'll make my way down, and now I'm wearing the, the gray, cl- gray cloak that you saw me coming in, which has, like, um, green and brown leaves kind of swirling a little bit around the gray design. Um, and strapped on my back is the, the big stone mason's hammer that, uh, that you saw me use when I was uh, fixing up the inn. And as you come down into the common room, there you can see there's a couple of kids who have now walked in and gone like, um, Mr. Lior, uh, do you have time for one more story? Mm. Not this time, I'm afraid. Oh. But I'll be back. Okay. And very much like uh, the sense of like the kids who are told who are ecstatic when Frosty the Snowman says, I'll be back again someday. <laughs> they go like... <sighs> With the big wide eyes. Yeah, just like a little... Oh, the magic will magic. return. Uh, just a... <laughs> Alright, well, bye. Oh my god, laughing, they have the madness. <laughs> Kill the children. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They run off. Uh, Paige. Um, the letter that I never sent. Mm. I'm going to take out a new one. Sure. I'm going to write I'm not going to put any type of introduction I'm just going to say altercation in Samara minor channeling had to leave KS fold it up any indication of where you were going Getting closer. Fold it up. Fold it up, okay. Tuttle A A S 
and um, put it in one of my inner breast pockets mm -hmm. and head down the stairs. Absolutely. If you're all ready, you all convene in the main room as uh, uh, as you, you come to the main room and you do see Marine talking to Dirk going, Now the uses of jicama, they're really quite varied and it's a surprise to me that you don't seem to know. Do you think we'll run into any on our travels east? On our travels east, oof, well, if you're going for Hickama, you're probably wanting to go more southwest, to be quite honest, so no. South. You, we might take a detour just for the Hickamas, Marine. You oh. have a way of selling them. It's so cute that you call them Hickamas. Oh, yeah. I love it. Thanks for the advice. Of course. I'm going to miss you. Oh, I'll miss you too. And make me an insight check real quick. Oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that—a good insight check. Uh, Twenty. Uh, she is a little bit making fun of you. Yeah, and the same thing. Like I go like, ah, and I turn around and I immediately, and I just like kind of like walk out of the bar. Yeah, and you, yeah, and you hear her go, "Get a load of this guy again, <laughs> again, again." Shade, uh, shade to the yeah. back. Yeah. Um, and Dow uh, sort of sees you guys as you're leaving. He goes. Well, uh, I'll miss the stonework, and I'll certainly miss having one employee. Uh, quite frankly, don't know you two. Uh, as far as I know, you just took away the two most valuable things that have ever walked into my bar, but hey, that's showbiz. <laughs> but we returned Marine's persimmons. Goodbye. Yeah, that's a real win for me. Me. And just turns around, but looks at you guys as they're trailing off. He goes, "Take care, wherever that is." East <laughs> is where that is. Right. Yes. East. I'm gonna give Dal a hug and say, "Thanks for everything, old friend." It was cumin. Let go. As we walk out, we're like, unless we decide to go southwest for the Hickabuzz. For the Hickabuzz. Right. right. <laughs> I'm allergic to cumin. <laughs> as, you, as you walk That's out. That's why I'm blocking. High five. He's yeah. down. Yeah, he just gives you, you've now developed, uh, whereas it was kind of like this awkward thing at first where he was trying to do this and you were trying to meet his hand that way. You just go down and he swings full arm. Whoop! Up to, yeah. to meet it. That was a good one. That was honestly quite good. Best one yet. Good parting note. <laughs> Take care. Best friend. <laughs> uh, you guys head out, and now, you know, even gathering your things as quickly as you could, at this point, having made it into town, the sun has sort of started to set, and you're losing light on the day. But the road is yours. Where do you? What direction do you guys wish to go? North. <laughs> I think as we head north I'm going to look for a couple blocks up there's a I think it's a trinket store like a toy store yeah um, and um, as I open the door and it jingles I'm going to say what a delightful little hobby horse you have over here it's, it's cerulean ribbon it's quite splendid listen um, I have something I was wondering if you could safeguard for me uh, 
of course, uh, Miss Page. Uh, and you turn and you see uh, a gentleman with uh, spectacles uh, who's sort of like working over with a, with a hammer on, on some piece of wood that has not taken form yet. Of course, Miss Page, uh, so good to see you again. Uh, you've inquired many times about the hobby horse. It's really my favorite piece of work here. Would you be able to hand this um, to someone... Of course, of course, uh, on consignment. We'll take it on consignment. Fantastic. Absolutely. What's that one going to be? Uh, quite honestly, haven't figured it out yet. Gotta let the piece decide for me. It always makes the right choice. No, I messed up. I messed up. It's not good. It was supposed to be a dollhouse, and uh, it's not good. I'm trying to save something, but... Uh, woof. It was never meant to be a dollhouse. Don't worry. Such wisdom. Good night. Good night. As Paige inexplicably walks back out of this. Yeah, what was that all about? I had a couple affairs I needed to get in order before leaving Samara. We've been here. I've been here quite a while. Getting a lollipop and a dreidel? His wares are unique and priceless. Right? Walk off. I mean, this world is the distant future of this world. (laughs) Sure, an age age yet to come. (laughs) What's a dreidel? It's like a spinning top. And a lollipop? He might be hungry. She. Passing old woman goes, it's like you've never seen Inception. (laughs) Uh, You guys make your way northward uh, as night falls you walk for a good hour or two before really the light has left you could i be trying as soon as we leave to muddle our footprints a little bit and brush over the snow and keep an eye over in that case make a survival check for me can i help out yeah sure you can make your own or yeah you know what I don't trust your survival i'm gonna roll my own (laughs) you've rolled either like twos or 19 yeah so hey 12 plus 4 16 Nine plus zero, nine. Okay. Uh, you cover your tracks pretty well, uh, uh, Paige. Uh, and that's that's kind of when Dirk looks and checks in and goes, it's not a bad idea, but just poor execution. And you really do take more of a firm uh, swishing stance at the back of the group and really cover up everyone's prints because notably you weren't doing anything for Leor's. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll never find us. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're four people. They'll never find us. We're looking for one oak. Uh, we found. We found, yeah. we found here. Uh, you guys walk for about two hours until the light leaves you, and uh, you really can't see much of anything else. The night is closing in. It is dark. Uh, distant howls of the large amounts of wolves that have been patrolling this year uh, are starting to emerge. Uh, what do you do to organize yourselves for the evening? Um, Tal has been quite somber, but every once in a while, we'll kind of like look over at Leor and be like, "I have twelve brothers and sisters. How many do you have?" I have none. That is a great many. A lot in a small farm. Do you like them? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I miss them. 
But my brothers went off to war, and so now I'm gonna I'm gonna go find them, and I'm gonna join them. Is is that why you're learning to fight? Uh huh. I mean, my choices were, you know, go fight or watch my dad's sheep for the rest of my life. Nothing wrong with that. No. Just very stationary. And you don't. You don't strike me as the person who would would look down on someone for not wanting to remain stationary. Of course not. There's a, a whole wide world to see. So how big's your family? It's just like, <laughs> just keep asking questions, getting happier and happier, kind of. Dal. There's nothing wrong with violence. It's what you do with the violence. You don't need to fight. (laughs) Needlessly. Not all situations call for it. There's more than one language. But he was going to get away. And he was going to go fight with the dragon. The false dragon. And he was going to give the false dragon more power against Gildane. He might have. We don't know. I'm no prophet. Are you? No, I didn't need to be. He told me. Didn't he? Didn't he tell us? He... Well... He was speaking in madness. I... No, he wasn't a good person. I'm not blind. But violence comes at a cost. One to ourselves as well. The violence we enact on others, well, we are not spared from it either. I understand why you did what you did. I just think Well, we could have done more before we got to that point. But I'm here. Paige is here. And Dirk is here. Dirk likes me. And I like Dirk. I don't think Paige likes me very much. Well, Paige is careful. But once she likes you, she really likes you. Just wait. She'll come around. I think she's just a little bit scared. As am I. Aren't we all? Perhaps. I think a little bit of fear is healthy. Except for Dirk. Dirk's not scared of anything. (laughs) Sure he isn't. Well, think on what I said. Dirk, unless you feel that you would be having a conversation with Paige right now, (laughs) thought not. Uh, I would imagine that you busied... Firewood, chopping down, getting the campsite ready. You busied yourself with getting the campfire ready, uh, getting everything set up, building a campfire in an area that 
maybe would be shielded from view. Uh, it's not... A we, s- we get a fire? <laughs> it's not snowing tonight. Um, but it's very windy. Um, and you're sort of just sitting with as everyone wraps up their routine and, and the questions start to fade a little bit from Tal until uh, Lior gets up and tucks a blanket back over her uh, where she's sort of fallen down from her sitting position um, and everyone takes their rest. What you saw today is sort of just playing over in your mind as you saw what can only be a dark friend threaten the closest thing to a friend that you've had in some time. And just the unease at being around something so vile as this sits in your stomach. And as your eyes turn south, you look and Paige, I think you see just Dirk staring off into the night uh, into darkness but Dirk what you can just catch at the edge of your vision is so far away that they're more clustered to be um, like one source of light just faintly 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 glowing on the other side of a distant river white canvas tents many of them including one large one with a blazing sun woven into the side stopped for the night but in numbers and not far enough Makes me nervous. If I had to guess a distance, how long it might take me just to... Because it's across the river, right, you said? You guys have been hiking a winding path sort of up a little bit. Back up onto, like, the level of the land. It sort of, like, slopes down to where Samara is. So a lot of your walking was upward. You didn't necessarily get a ton of distance in your Mm. time. Um, But you would assume that this is just camped on the other side of Samara. Right, right, and I know that they were going to go touch base. I'll look, and everybody's kind of resting for the night. They're all tuck, tuck, tucked in, tucked in, tuckered out, everyone, tucked in. Everyone's, everyone's 100% tuckled. Tuckled, <laughs> tuckled together. Perfect. Probably... Yes, I was going to ask, do you think you are, or just feigning it? Fain would be... <laughs> Page would be fainter. <laughs> Fain would be paging it. Everybody's a little tired. <laughs> Make a deception. A performance check for me, please. Twenty-six. Do you want to roll? No. Okay. No, like a twenty-six will convince me. Reward, like, reward. Yeah, 26. like let's just. Ever, everyone's tuckled. Everyone's tuckled. Yeah. Um. I'll sit kind of closer to the group. Yeah. Um, we were kind of having a small fire going to keep warm, but as everybody's asleep, I'll just start putting snow on it. 
cut it out, turn it off. Mm-hmm. And I sit for a good, like, couple minutes. And I go, no, they wouldn't follow from here. They won't make it. <laughs> no. And I kind of, no, they won't make it in time. I'll wake up early. And I'll kind of put my back to the wall. We'll wake up early. We'll wake up early. And I'll just keep, like, one eye on the settlement there until I kind of, like, pass out or until I could pop someone up for uh, the next watch. Yeah. And, Paige, you hear this. You see Dirk dousing the fire and just muttering that they wouldn't follow. They're not close enough. We'll leave early. Page wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Page would. Page would wait until she could hear Dirk snoring before she would try and fall asleep. And eventually, you do. Eventually, Dirk. Dirk super he snores for sure. This is <laughs> this is a fact that I know in my heart. <laughs> Does Dirk snore louder than Lior? No. <laughs> uh, but Lior's snore is so deep that it could almost be excused as like a low rumbling wind. Okay. Uh, whereas Dirk's is a little bit more of a sharp like... <sighs> the, the man needs a CPAP machine. <laughs> yes. Super needs a CPAP And it's like one of those things where like if I just went to bed earlier I wouldn't snore. But like I'd make it a thing like I gotta stay up as long as I can and then snore and ruin our spell. You have yeah. to. You I have, have to. to. And so you eventually do fall asleep. Dirk with the uneasy feeling after being so long alone on the road that you finally allowed yourself to have a group and that maybe it's no small coincidence that all of a sudden you're feeling like the footsteps behind you have come closer. Lior falling asleep, just, I think, a little bit puzzled at the anger that you had to suppress the anger that you barely suppressed Mm -hmm. as you took care of the archer and just looking with a little bit of amusement and maybe sadness over at Tal who sleeping tried to stay up as long as you could asking questions about Lior to distract yourself from the fact that the dart you threw landed true and crooked as it was the smile through split teeth that you saw is the last thing you see when you go to bed. And Paige finally falling asleep, looking at Tal with curiosity, looking at Dirk with questioning, and looking at the frown that lies on Lior's sleeping face. You finally fall asleep with the question in your mind of, is this really to be the group that does this? As your eyes close and our perspective truly falters for eight hours of uneasy, cold sleep. Did no one take watch? (laughs) It's like you guys don't even know the name of the show. That's where we're going to end it. (laughs) I thought for sure you were going to say, as Paige drifted off to sleep, you think, who 
who's taking lots? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's implied. I think everyone is looking yeah. at the screen going, I mean, it's, uh, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> someone? So that's where we're going to end it for today. Awesome, guys. That was dope. That was great. That was Thank a, you, Nugget, sir. That was an awesome combat. That oh, was, was great. Fun. Almost uh, made myself cry there. Yeah. <laughs> I saw. That was close, right on the edge. Right on the edge. The guy's name was. Yeah, none of my cousins even channel, so I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Well, if you stuck around and if you've been watching, thank you so much. Uh, You can catch the next episode out right now to see what this strange, strange group of friends uh, is doing on their road uh, northward, and see what's going on there. Uh, Thank you so much for checking it out. Stay tuned and. See you next time for the next episode of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Thanks for listening to the Who's Taking Watch podcast. Our next chapter will be airing next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, with the podcast format releasing the following day on Wednesday. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and Dragon's Might be upon you. See you next time.